0: Get ready for some straight gunpowder, baby. Yeah, the universe is definitely talking. I have no idea what the fuck it's trying to say. But it's talking. To quote Dustin Poirier, y'all can all kiss my whole asshole. All Alright, yes, welcome to Granola and Gunpowder. Y'all don't know this, but I had to start this thing over. I'm on a ship. I'm in my room, and I'm a little self-conscious about talking really loud because I think people are walking by in the hallway and they're going to think I'm losing my mind. But anyway, I wanted to record something. I know it's been a while. Some of y'all may not know, but I got a job on a ship in the middle of the Indian Ocean. This island called Diego Garcia, there's a a bunch of ships out here anchored up. They're full of bombs and ammo and military supplies. And basically, we're just, we're pre-positioned. We're waiting for something to happen. When some shit goes down, we fire up these ships and deliver everything where it's needed to go. And uh, in a very quick manner. So it allows our military to have a fast reaction time. But that's only if something happens. If nothing happens, we just sit here at anchor and stare at each other for four months at a stretch. Um, The money's pretty good, but I am struggling to keep myself entertained. Um, I've read some books. I've watched some movies. Oh, man, if y'all haven't seen Cannonball Run, I saw it as a little kid, and uh, I remember it was entertaining. That fucking movie is hilarious. So, yeah, I'm catching up on some old shit. Um, I'll keep you all posted. I can't remember the other one, but I'm looking at that movie. Cannonball Run. It was a classic. And you're never going to hear of it or see of it other than here. So, you know, count yourself lucky. So, um, yeah, for people that have uh, enjoyed the podcast... Uh, Me and Victoria are very, very bad about this, so I'm going to try to improve upon it. But we need you to rate and review the podcast and share this damn thing with some people if you actually enjoy it. I know you may be embarrassed and share it with somebody, but, you know, suck it up, buttercup. Come on, do us a solid. And if not, I really don't care. I just assume ten people listen and I can say whatever the fuck I want to without being... Scared of being burned at the stake later on for something dumb I said. So I don't know. Uh we, we're winning either way. We can't lose, baby. We can't lose. So um uh yeah, I gotta share with everybody i found through a friend this YouTube channel called After School. And school is spelled S K-O-O-L. And I love this thing. I've only seen two of their videos, but um, they're really, really, really thought-provoking, extremely informative, and uh, I just like the energy they have. You know, um, one of them was on mass psychosis, how a whole society can lose its mind, and they were talking about the witch trials. You know, back in the day, you know, everybody was on the same page. Hey burn them, burn them, burn them. They were burning bitches left and right. There was actually one town where there was no women left because they burned them all. I mean, as a collective group, these people thought that all these women were crazy. And if you didn't think those women were crazy, then you were a fucking witch and they burned your ass. So, of course, everybody's on the same page. But, um, you know, part of the story is this kind of what we got going on now. These days. So, um, yeah, this, um, how we're all living in fear and we're being isolated. Anyway, we all need to be on guard. We need to be vigilant about uh, our mental health and how we view everything and our actions and how we're treating other people. Um, Because there is a lot of this stuff, it seems like, going on. You know, vaccinated versus unvaccinated, blah, blah, blah. Fuck you know these people that aren't vaccinated. I mean, some people are making them out to be like the damn the witches, you know. A domestic terrorist, and I mean it's like if you don't think and if you don't conform, then um, yeah, you don't deserve to be amongst us, and that's that's kind of a that's not kind of that's a scary fucking way to think, and uh, you can go fuck off. I'll I'll go on record saying that. If you don't respect somebody's ability to decide whether or not they want this vaccine. um, uh, To quote Dustin Poirier, you can kiss my whole asshole. Everybody's got a right to their own health or decisions related to their own health. And I know, don't get into this. Well, you're a danger to everybody else. Go fuck off. I already said it. All right. So check out after school. Um, let everybody decide whether or not they want their own fucking vaccine or not. And I got to tell you all about some crazy shit that's happened to me. So, um, first of all, I had a dream about a woman that I had never met. All right, wrap your head around this. I'd never met this woman, but in my dream, I knew her very well. And I woke up from the dream, and it was very vivid. I remembered remembered her face really well. And I was confused because I was like, man, in my dream, I knew her very well. And normally when that happens, it's because it's true, you know. You normally dream about people that you know. So I wake up and I realize, I don't know this person at all. What the hell is going on? Well, I ended up eating breakfast at this place called the Arcade, the oldest diner in Memphis. And walked my server walks up and I look up at her and I'm staring at her and I can't figure out why I'm staring at her. And I realize that she is the woman from my dream from the night before. And I'm not going to lie. It freaked me out. And I immediately just like stared at the counter and you know, like all these decisions, like, do I say something? Do I not say something? And I'm going to be honest. I, I punked out. I did not say anything And I sort of regret that, but not really. Um, You know, I'll go back to Memphis in four months. And if this is like really the universe talking and blah, 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 she'll be there. And maybe I'll bring it up again. It seems like it, I don't know if it's more or less creepy than, hey, I dreamed about you last night. Or, yeah, I dreamed about you four months ago and I've thought about you ever since. I don't think there's a winning situation here. I'm going to come off as kooky no matter what. But I think I got to say something, right? I mean, worse comes worse, I just won't go back there to eat anymore. But uh, anyway, it, that was freaky. Then I had a dream. Um, I went to dinner on this island with this guy I work with, and we had dinner together. And we work midnight to noon. So we're you know up during the day, or excuse me, you sleep all day. We're up at night. But we had gone to this island. There's little launch boats that um, come out to the ships and pick people up every two hours, take you back and forth, so you're not stuck on your ship. And I rode this little boat to the island, went and ate dinner, and came back, went to sleep. While I was asleep, I dreamed that it was me and him, and we were in the same place eating dinner, at the same table, eating the same food, except that he had a cardboard box with him and the shape of it was like an air filter for your house for your for your air conditioner for your house so big flat box and while we were eating he stuck his hand through the box by accident and i could see the torn pieces of something that was inside the box and it looked like either paintings or a print of some of some sort Well, this dream was so vivid when I woke up from it, I didn't know if it was a dream or if it had really happened. Because like I said, the restaurant was the same. We had just eaten there. And I was like, man, did that, was that a dream or was it not a dream? I'm not, I I wasn't sure. I went to work and I asked the guy, I'm like, hey, uh, did you have a box with you while we were eating? And he's like, no, what are you talking about? So I told him about my dream and he's just staring at me like I got three heads and I'm like, what? He's like, I got a box exactly like that at my house, and it's got two paintings in it. And I've been waiting to uh, have a place of my own before I hung them up. But that, that was in New York, so the box was in New York. But it was also a little strange—not not as strange as the woman that I'd never met and seeing her the next day, but still a strange coincidence. All right, fast forward a few days, and I'm in this uh, bar on the island called the Siemens Center, or Siemens Club, and um, I'm sitting there having drinks by myself, and me and Lisbo start texting. Um, I love Lisbo, and I told her I love her because she's the only person that's awake almost all hours of the day. And... um, Like I said, I have a really weird schedule here. Um, It's midnight to noon, but I'm on the other side of the earth. So I'm like literally 10 or 11 hours different than everybody else that I know. Um, But she works nights. So she's kind of like off during the or a lot of times awake during the middle of the night, which is when um, I'm at work or whatever. But. Anyway, um, when I'm off work, most people are asleep. That's the bottom line. So me and her are messaging back and forth. And she's like, well, since we're both awake, do you want your cards read? Well, she's got this brand new deck of tarot cards. It's called the Devil's Deck. And she, you know, is offering to give me a reading. And I'm sitting at the bar by myself. And I was like, sure, go for it. What do I need to do? And she says, "Um, just send me some energy. Okay. I don't know what the fuck that means. But I'm going to give it a go. So I close my eyes. I'm sitting there at the bar. Close my eyes. Bow my head like I'm praying. And I envision this slug of energy like coming out of my chest, burrowing into the floor of this place, and going through the earth. And all of a sudden popping out of the floor of her apartment and hitting the deck of cards that are in her hands and the cards flying all over the place. All right, that's my vision. That's me sending her energy. And actually, it went even further than that. After the slug of energy that made the big mess was this like glowing heart that came out the floor. Like, like basically, ha ha, gotcha bitch, but I love you. Well... I open my eyes and I send her a text It says energy sent and she immediately sends me back a text. Right, hold on. I'll find it. Yeah. Okay. So I found it. So I sent her a text. Okay. Energy sent. She sends back. It's, this is all within the same minute. It's time stamped. Yeah. I noticed laughing my ass off the cards literally exploded out of my hands with three emoji faces that are laughing. That shit happened in real life, and it freaked me the fuck out. I immediately got goosebumps, and I was like, man, I just did that shit with my mind from the other side of the world. Now, um, another thing I saw... That um ha- I have not fact checked, but I'm I'm almost positive that this is real. Um, I saw it on Instagram, and it and it was, it was um, it was put out there in a, in a very genuine fashion. So <laughs> I'm gonna say it's real, <laughs> but it said that a bunch of people got together at a certain point in time, not too distant past, and meditated on lowering the crime rate in Washington D.C. It was like eight thousand people like a bunch of monks or something. And they, based on previous studies, they predicted that they would be able to reduce the crime rate by 25% in Washington, D.C. The police chief said for the crime rate to go down 25%, there would have to be a blizzard in July. And I'd be damned if the crime rate didn't drop exactly the amount that they said it would just by this huge group of people meditating on it. So, man, there's proof that, um, you know, people talk about the power of prayer. I don't really think it's so much the power of prayer. It's just a bunch of people um, using their mental energy to focus on one thing and trying to make that happen, to manifest it. Um, That's some magic. And it's kind of been proven that it can happen. And does happen. So, anyway, when I I made the cards explode out of Liz, maybe it was just coincidence, but come on, man. That was too much. Because she did not know that that's what I was thinking. Y'all realize that? Like, that was my vision. I didn't share that with her. She just said to send her some energy. That was my vision. Then she says her cards exploded out of her hand. Shit really happened. It went down, man. It was crazy. So, um, I I don't have anything to say on that other than, um, yeah, there's, it seems like there's some shit out there. So maybe I'm getting a little bit more granola. Um, maybe I need to go rub on some rocks and shit. I don't know, but some freaky shit's happening. Um, oh, and I forgot to tell you all about this too. There was this incident. I can't go into all that, but. It involved a rubber unicorn, like a rubber ducky, but it was a unicorn. And uh, I got on this flight to get come here to Diego Garcia. And if y'all don't know, Diego Garcia is in the middle of the Indian Ocean. Um, you look it up. I'm as isolated as it gets. It was a 22-hour flight from Baltimore. We stopped in Bulgaria, of all places, to refuel. And something about the air in Bulgaria was too hot and the runway was too short. Basically, the air wasn't dense enough for us to take off. We needed the temperature outside to cool down. So we were stuck there for about three hours. And while we were stuck there, they kind of like gave us this like wing of the airport all to ourselves. There was a bar and there was like a little kiosk where you could buy souvenirs. And in this kiosk, I shit you not, I walk up and there is the spitting image of this rubber unicorn, but it's a stuffed animal version. And I think it was like made by the Beanie Babies or some shit. I don't know. But anyway, it was like spitting image. So I bought it. And the person that has the rubber unicorn, I sent them a message. said, hey, I got the perfect souvenir for you. You're going to have to wait four months to get it. And then I end up sitting at a table and talking to this young woman that was going to work on some other ship. Not my ship. Um, somehow the unicorn came up and she knew all about it. Whoever manufactured it, she knew She said, oh, it's got a birthday, and there's a message, and this and that. She's like, what's the thing's birthday? So I pick it up, and I look through the tag and find its birthday. And she's like, holy shit, that's my birthday. And I'm like, fuck you. No way. And she pulled out her ID, showed it to me. sure enough, this woman has the same birthday as this stuffed animal that I just bought. One in 365 chance. So... It also had a message like, uh, may all your dreams come true. So I gave it to her. I said, well, this is obviously supposed to be yours. I'm not going to fight the universe. And, uh, yeah, there you go. So that was another freaky thing that happened. What's the meaning of that? I have no clue. I, I do not know, but, um, um, yeah, it does seem like, man, the universe can talk to you. It's kind of hard sometimes to figure out what the hell it's saying. But, um, you know, I, I am realizing more and more and more that, you know, we're more connected than we want to believe or than we know. Um, that we can actually uh, think you can actually have a connection with somebody um, that's totally inside your head. And um, you'd be, be at two different locations at once and and still almost communicate without communicating. Um, I, I I get weird vibes all the time. I don't know where they're coming from. Um, and I'm sure I probably give out some weird vibes. And the people that are receiving them don't really know where they're coming from. But um, you get some weird vibes, probably somebody's thinking about you. I mean, there's all these saying about, like, you know, your ears are burning and I can't tell you how many times I've been talking about somebody, and all of a sudden, boom, they show up on my phone out of the blue. Haven't heard from them in months or whatever. Just a bunch of crazy coincidences. That so many of them that you, you at a certain point, you have to recognize the fact that they are not a coincidence. I don't, that should make sense. So, for whatever that's worth, um. Yeah, anyway, so I'm going to be stuck on this ship for four months. Try not to be too bored. I'll try to come up with some interesting shit to tell y'all about. Um, Like I said, for now, that after school was a really cool YouTube channel. Watch the movie Cannonball Run. It's a trip. And, uh... Oh, I don't know. We'll see see if we can get Vic on here. Um... She can give you, I know through her Instagram stories that it's a Virgo season. I'll I'll pick up her slack. It's Virgo season. It's no longer Leo season. So she's bummed because she's not the center of attention anymore. Um, She had a birthday. Um, Her and her best friend, Hannah, went to Madison, Wisconsin. I guess that's where she had her 21st birthday. So it was kind of like they were reliving the past a little bit. I haven't. Got all the details from her, but sounded like she had a great time. They did a photo shoot. I'm not even going to hold back. It was a little odd. Um, never mind. I'm not going to say that. I got to edit that out now. But anyway, they did a photo shoot. It looked like they had a good time at their photo shoot. Um, I haven't talked to Victoria in quite a while, so uh, maybe we can. Me and her can communicate through this podcast. So anyway, Victoria, if you hear this, I love you, girl. Everybody else out there, uh, I love a few of you. You know who you are. (laughs) And the rest of you, come on, do better. Jesus, let me down. You're a constant source of disappointment. Have a good day.